You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. As the expression goes, when the cat's away, the mice will play. In um, in Ben and Woods terminology, it means when Woods and Paul disappear uh, to play a fantasy camp game in Arizona, Ben will probably talk a little basketball when he's got his chance to do so. Welcome back. Uh, ben Higgins, I got Italian Paul Frank running the board for the final hour here. Uh, we're going to have an interview uh, Sam Levitt did with new Padres prospect Ethan Salas, the kid they signed out of Venezuela this week in just a minute. But it is a game night for the San Diego State Aztecs. Uh, they will play at Colorado State up in Fort Collins. I believe it's a 7.30 tip this evening on FS1. And a pretty big game for San Diego State, trying to bounce back from that loss to New Mexico at home. You win on the road, you can quickly erase a road loss in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, however, Aztecs do need a win now to keep pace in the Mountain West, Boise State last night uh, in a battle for first place with Nevada on their home floor came through with a, a 77-62 win over the Wolfpack. So Boise State now alone in first place at 5-1 and one in the Mountain West, a half game ahead of San Diego State at 4-1. and one. So uh, they win today. The Aztecs will be back to 5-1 and one and uh, looking ahead here in a couple of weeks to a battle with Boise State. Nevada now 5-2 and two with losses to the Aztecs. And Boise State, they are also a half game behind. So kind of a big one for San Diego State. Didn't hear about the uh, condition of a Gueca rope. That was really key. We didn't talk about that yesterday. But uh, losing him in pregame warm-ups, I guess, kind of tweaked his groin and it didn't feel great. He is such a he is such an unsung key player that comes off the bench for San Diego State. The experience, the energy, the defense that he brings always seems to catch the other team off guard no matter how much tape you watch and go wow that guy is all over the place and you know he's always on the floor he's doing everything he can it was the first game he had missed all season and i don't think it's any coincidence that it was also uh one of the aztecs roughest performances of the year uh when they didn't have him so uh you know hopefully they get him back i didn't get any word the uh the team up there in fort collins playing at uh, moby arena tonight which uh i asked earlier this week i didn't know if it was named after the whale or the band and then someone said it's not a band. It's a guy just named Moby is uh, is the musical artist. So I said, oh, that's Woods' department. I just I just know it's some something musically related. I don't think it's either of those for the arena, though, up at Colorado State. So we got that basketball tonight, uh, NBA tonight as well. Uh, the Lakers back in action. Uh, they will host Sacramento. Kind of a big game. Uh, the Lakers have been treading water around the 12th or 13th seed in the Western Conference, but they're only – I think they're only two games out of the sixth seed uh, in the L.A. Clippers. So it's so bunched up that if they could 
uh, beat some of these Western Conference rivals like the Kings tonight, uh, all of a sudden, you know, they could find themselves in a playoff position and a team you wouldn't want to face in the postseason. But uh, right now, they're still on the outside looking in. So, Frank, there's my three minutes or so of basketball, Ben, while Woods and Paul are no longer there to stop me talking about hoops. And it was good. Go for it. We should go for some more. San I appreciate Diego, that. Again, San Diego State, 730 tonight, FS1. And then, as you mentioned, the, the Lakers on at the same time. So you're going to have to pick which one you want to watch. I will watch San Diego State. I always go local first, even though I'm a Lakers fan. Plus, I feel like it's a big game for San Diego State. And then they got another road game uh, Saturday at Air Force. So two games at altitude this week. That's always a, a tough week for any Mountain West team. All right. Meanwhile, in baseball, uh, Baseball America this morning, uh, tweeted out their latest top 100 prospects list in the game. And as you'd expect, uh, the Padres used to have you know four, five, even sometimes six players on that list. It's gone down a little bit after they've traded away uh, so many of their stars to acquire players like Juan Soto. But they still have two players in the top 100, which eh, not bad. I mean, you figure with 30 teams that the average will be about three players in the top 100, so they're a little below that. But uh, number 22, Jackson Merrill, rising up the charts. And then Dylan Lesko, the pitcher they took in the first round of the draft last year, is uh, number 69 on the top 100 Padres prospects list. Now, two of the guys they traded for Juan Soto are also on the list. Uh, James Wood is at number 11, and Robert Hassel III is at number 57. So, you know, they got Juan Soto, but they also gave up a couple of guys who continue to move up uh, the charts in the Baseball America Top 100 prospects. Now, if the Padres uh, did their job correctly, they're hoping that their new prospect, Ethan Salas, the 16-year-old from Venezuela, in a couple of years might find his way onto this list. He's already considered, even without you know playing a single day of uh, professional baseball yet and just joining the organization this week, he's already expected to you know be one of the top five Padres prospects almost immediately, given the amount of promise uh, that this young kid has. And uh, certainly has been an impressive introduction to Ethan Salas since he signed his uh, $5.6 million signing bonus with the Padres. Uh, I've seen a couple of uh, you know press conferences, the interview with MLB Network. Does not carry himself like a 16-year-old. So much so that I actually got a text even from my wife, who I, I thought you couldn't care less about the Padres in the minor leagues. And she just said, that kid is 16 that's absolutely amazing the way, I mean, he carries himself like he's in his early 20s or something. Just the maturity has been remarkable. He visited Petco Park yesterday. I got to see for the first time, he had never been to San Diego before, uh, the place where he hopes to be working in a few years, uh, maybe behind the plate for the San Diego Padres. I uh, did a, a presser in the Padres clubhouse and then had a chance to uh, go one-on-one -on -one with her own Sam Levitt. Here's uh, Padres pre- and post-game show host Sam Levitt with the newest Padres prospect, catcher Ethan Salas out of Venezuela. 6'2", you're a big guy, 185, just 16 years old. Take me through your growth over the years. When did you hit your, your biggest growth spurts? So like a couple, uh, last year, I started growing a little more. started putting on some more weights. Got to eat good. and Just uh, just my dad being 6'4", my mom being a pretty tall Virgo 5'9". So it's just, it's just part of the process. Just keep going with the... Just keep going with whatever God gave me, my parents gave me. You know. During this process, what stood out about the Padres in particular? 
Man, these guys they scout they scout like no other team. Uh, they always take care, like they always taking care of me and always just always just been a part of my 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 life since uh, my brother's been doing a lot of trials. They always been seeing me, so the Padres just stood out from the rest, man. So it's an exciting place to be in a in big in the major leagues and it's a beautiful city. You mentioned your brothers. You come from a baseball family. Many relatives played in professional baseball. What kind of impact did that have on you growing up? No, just always being in the clubhouse is, is really really important. Uh, getting to learn a lot how baseball is. Baseball's a grind. Baseball, the baseball life is not no 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 walk around the park. So just being around that and uh, it's going to get me ready for my career going going on going forward. You're only 16, but obviously you're a tremendous talent. How would you describe yourself as a baseball player right now? Exciting player, aggressive on the field, humble guy. Uh, just uh, working on my tools every day. I feel like I feel like I got a pretty pretty good skill set as of now, but always room to get better. So. You also spoke the other day about leadership, yeah. about uh, being a leader inside a clubhouse with a team. Why is that so important to you? It's really important because if you you have a clubhouse with no leader, it's like uh, it's like having a car with no driver. You know, you just lost, and so it's always nice to lead to lead a good lead lead by example. You know, always try to be a professional on and off the field, and always taking care of your job. I think it's really important. Yeah, a number of big-time players on this Padres current team, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., the list goes on and on and on. Anybody on this current team that you really enjoy watching? Juan Soto, Tatis, and Machado, all those guys. The whole team's exciting to watch. I'm telling you, like, it's the most exciting team in baseball to watch. So who doesn't want to be a Padre right now? This is your first time in San Diego, being here at Petco Park inside the clubhouse. I'm sure you took a look at the field. Yeah. What's that been like? It's been it's been incredible, man. I was in love with this city, in love with this with the field, the clubhouse, everything, everything. I just love everything here. That was Ethan Salas uh, with Sam Levitt yesterday in the Padres clubhouse, the new Padres uh, catching prospect at 16 years old. And the the quote that made the rounds yesterday: "Who doesn't want to be a Padre?" That was pretty memorable. Good soundbite from a 16 year old, to be sure. Uh, certainly not something anyone said, you know, five or six years ago. Who doesn't want to be a Padre? And really, pretty much everybody doesn't want to be a Padre a few years ago. And now, now it's not only a competitive team, but it's like the coolest team to be on at the moment. I mean, you see Padres jerseys at sporting events, you know, in other cities, like just randomly, like people wearing Padres jerseys, not not in San Diego, but elsewhere. It's always jarring to me. We're used to it here in San Diego, seeing someone walking around with a a Mets jersey or a Vikings jersey or you know a, a New York Giants jersey, whatever they're they're all over the place, and I just get used to it. But to see it the other way and see people walk down with a Tatis or a Soto or a Machado jersey in other parts of the country and kids who are just finding the support, you know, sport going well. What's the what's the cool the hip team that I want to cheer for and gravitating toward the San Diego Padres because of their stars because they've got a cool ballpark that they play in, that people like watching, that they want to go like see in person someday. Yeah, who wouldn't want to go to San Diego uh, and see the Padres? Even if they had never been, yeah, I'll pick that team, and then I'll make a trip one day to San Diego to see the Padres. It just it all comes together so perfectly. Now, if we're in the middle of a 100-win season, are those fans that would most likely be considered bandwagon fans, are they going to bother you at all? No. Because are you going to sit there and go, I am, I'm on record on here. this one. You weren't here when Carlos Asuaje was our second baseman. You're here for us now. Though. I am very inclusive when it comes to fans, and I would love. I've always wanted to be a t- a fan of a team that has a bandwagon. I've never had. There's never been a bandwagon for a team that I've 
I've cheered for. There's only the diehards that have been, you know, dying and living and mostly dying with their fandom for decades. So if there wants to be an extra million people who jump on as Padres fans just because they think, you know, Tatis or Soto is cool, I'm here for it. And if they jump off in a couple of years and things don't go well, then that's their decision as well. And, you know, I can... I can I can rag on them for that if they leave, but I'm certainly not going to close the door and say, no, you weren't here for the lean years. You can't be here for the great years as well. No, I, I'd say the more the merrier. Come join us as Padres fans. We'll have a great time. We'll fill up Petco Park. And by the way, to sustain this, you know, Peter Seidler's making this investment in the Padres, but to sustain it, you know, his plan is he wants this to be a World Series champion and not just like, not just like one time and then it's done like the Royals did a few years ago. He wants this team to be one of the, you know, premium franchises in baseball. And that makes his investment, you know, very worth it in the long run. If he can turn the Padres, like the way the Golden State Warriors have done in basketball. Think about the Warriors 10 to 15 years ago. Playing in Oakland, you know, finishing near the bottom of the Western Conference. No stars. No one cared one cared at all about the Golden State Warriors. Now, now Warriors fans are around the world. They were at the White House yesterday uh, getting honored again for another world championship. They got a brand new arena in San Francisco where tickets are, I don't know, like $8,000 a piece to go to a Warriors game. I mean, I don't want to ever see the Padres price it that much out for fans, but if they are popular, they'll be able to sell every single premium seat for whatever they want. You know, hopefully the, the regular fan will always be able to get in. But if you want to sit in those, you know, seats behind home plate, if they keep winning World Series, who knows what, you know, they could charge. And that's that's what you do. That's a good owner. That's not a bad owner. That's a good owner that makes his team so popular that, yeah, it is expensive to get in, especially for the premium seating. They deserve that if they spend that money on that team. That's what you're looking for is what the Warriors have done and gone from a nothing franchise to maybe, I mean, they don't have the legacy of a Lakers or a Boston Celtics, but certainly in the 21st century, who's the state-of-the-art franchise in the NBA? Got to be the Golden State Warriors. Got to be. Yeah, they're the ones that recently have completely changed the game with how with the three-point shooting with Curry and Klay Thompson. Total. They're, they are the ones that have been to the finals every year. They've changed the game. So why can't the, the Padres be the franchise of the 21st century in Major League Baseball. There's no reason. There's I mean, no reason. They certainly are set up for it. All all they really need now is the World Series title and then to to show everybody that it wasn't a fluke and you don't have to you don't have to win back to back titles. But if you win one and are competitive for more going forward, then you're one of those fran- you're one of the big franchises now. You're with you may not be the media market of a Dodgers or a, or a Yankees, but you are there in the discussion with the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Braves and the Cardinals, you know, the teams that you expect to be winners every year. Padres aren't that far away. So, hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Bring all the bandwagon fans in. I say the more, the merrier for the San Diego Padres. And going back to the, the, uh, I wanted to say Youth Academy. I know it's not Youth Academy, but you you know what I mean. The Go Dominican back. Academy. No, no, no to uh, to Jackson Merrill. The, okay, oh, the, just minor the minor prospects. Yeah, the the minor prospects. prospects. Yeah. Um, looking at Merrill and where he sits right now as a shortstop, as one of these top prospects, do you consider trading him now that he's blocked off at every infield position? Yes. Or um, not, it, do you or do you save him? 
just in case that off chance does come up where Machado doesn't re-sign after he opts out at the end of the year, which, again, that's he hasn't said he's opting out. Well, I, I, I don't think I'm worried about Manny Machado leaving and Jackson Merrill being his replacement. I don't trade anyone because they're blocked. I trade someone because there's a talent out there that I want to get, and I need to give up someone good to get that talent. Now, I'm okay with it knowing that the Padres are well-stacked on the infield and especially the left side of the infield in the future. That makes it possible for me to trade Jackson Merrill without feeling the sting as bad as it were. Another thing that makes it possible is the addition of Ethan Salas. You know, knowing that you probably have another top 100 prospect in the pipeline in the next year or so, if everything goes as you expect it to, makes it a little easier to trade that away. Now, I'm not I'm not trading him away for a fringe piece. I'm not trading him no, away for no, a, nor would you. Uh, you know, a pinch hitting bat, but if you can get if you can fill one more hole with a frontline starter Center or a legitimate field you know, type star, then absolutely I would at this point consider trading Jackson Merrill because you're right, at this point he is he is blocked. And it's going to be very hard, even if he is banging down the door and he is destroying the minor leagues, who do you bring him up and replace? Who do you knock out of the Padres lineup? It's going to be very hard for him to get that opportunity, get enough at-bats on the big league level to contribute at all. So I don't really expect to see him at all this season you know, maybe next year, you know, if things change, but that's a long way off next year. And right now you're trying to win this year. So he is a tradable commodity for me in 2023. And as sad as it is, it would be Kim would be the one that you would replace him, would be the first one to be replaced. Kim's a little bit older than Cronenworth, and he's had the least amount of playing time as far as and, and he's, all the guys on the end. And he's right much now. too valuable to to not be an everyday True. player either yeah, at this point. He proved that last he season. He had one of the best shortstop seasons in Absolutely. Padres history by a guy not named Fernando Tatis Jr. last year. He had one of the top, I think, 10, 10 or 11 shortstop seasons in all of baseball. He's a top third shortstop already in Major League Baseball based on last season. He's not a bench player. He's a starter and should be starting. So if Jackson Merrill was so good that you had to bring him up, then yeah, then you have to consider trading Hassan Kim because you, you're not keeping those guys on the bench. All right, we'll continue this discussion with Woodsy and Polly tomorrow when they're uh, they're back with stories from Fantasy Camp. But when we come back, uh, we put it off. We didn't do it earlier. We've got some real or fake and a chance uh, for our later listeners, or later Tier 1s, to qualify the trip to Vegas. We usually do this with Take on Woods. Every morning at 7.10, but this week we've kind of pushed it back into our 9 o'clock hour. Give some different uh, listeners an opportunity to win. So if you want to play our game of real or fake and try to qualify for the getaway to Vegas, the win, and the tickets to see uh, comedian Sebastian Maniscalco, call now, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We'll play our game coming up next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. college football note before we get to real or fake. San Diego State had been looking for a new opponent to open the football season uh, this fall after New Mexico State pulled out of their scheduled game. Uh, They have a new conference, Conference USA, and I guess there was some sort of scheduling problem, so they they pulled out of it. I think think the Aztecs are owed a million and a half dollar payment from New Mexico State. Not exactly the richest athletic department either, but uh, a little windfall, but they were able to schedule a replacement game. They just announced it. Uh, San Diego State football will open the 2023 football season now, August 26th at Snapdragon Stadium against Ohio, the Ohio University, or the University of Ohio, not Ohio State. Uh, these are the Bobcats uh, from the MAC, the Mid American Conference. Uh, coming off a good year, they won 10 games, won the Barstool Sports. Arizona Bowl. Aztecs uh, beat uh, the MAC champion Toledo 17-14 last year, so they'll get another chance at a MAC team to open the season in a, a very early college football start. That's uh, August 26th. Seems to be getting earlier and earlier every year for the start of college football season, so that just announced from the SDSU football program. Uh, ben Higgins with you. Pauly and Woods probably out on the field right now, sacrificing their bodies to to stop uh, balls from getting into the gap during fantasy baseball at uh, the Peoria Sports Complex. We're left back here, though, have some fun. Play a little real or fake. Let's get to it. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. All right, we're trying to qualify listeners for our grand prize drawing. It is a getaway to Las Vegas plus tickets to see comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. I'll get you a one-night stay at the Win, Very fancy. And Sebastian Maniscalco, hot right now. 19 sold-out shows last year. He's got a new Netflix special titled Is It Me? And he's got a residency at the Encore Theater at the Win, March 3rd and 4th, May 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. We got Dexter on the line to play our game. How you doing this morning, Dexter? Hey, good morning. Uh-oh. And, uh... 
want to say it's not Italian Paul. It should be Long Island Frankie. You know well, what I'm saying over there? there we, he's got many names. He's got many roles. <laughs> um, so I don't know how old you are, Dexter. It might be this is a good game for someone who, uh, who has some experience, though. Uh, yesterday would have been Betty White's 101st birthday. Sadly, she passed away on New Year's Eve 2021, just a couple of weeks shy of her 100th birthday. But uh, centigenarians are today's topic on Real or Fake. I'll give you the name of a celebrity. You need to tell me if they actually live to see their 100th birthday, real, or if they came up a little short or haven't gotten there yet. Fake. Does that make sense to you, Dexter? Okay, so it's for people who uh, haven't made their 100th birthday yeah, yet. Yeah, real, real if they okay. did get to 100, uh, even if they've passed away. Fake if they never got to 100 or haven't gotten there yet. And if you get four out of the seven right, we'll put you into the drawing for Las Vegas. All right, you ready to go? Okay, let's do this. All right, here we go. Round one. Bob Barker, former host of The Price is Right. Real or fake 100-year-old? Dexter? Fake. He's fake. That's fake. In fact, uh, Bob Barker is still alive, 99 years old. So uh, we're cheering for Bob to get to the big one zero zero, and we're cheering for Dexter, who already has a point in the book. All right, let's go round two. The legendary coach himself, John Wooden. Did Coach Wooden make it to 100, real or fake, Dexter? I think that one's fake. Very good. He also, he passed away at the age of 99. Didn't quite get there, just like Betty White. Two for two. Dexter is hot. All right, let's go round three. Bob Hope. Bob Hope. We're about to play the uh, Bob Hope Desert Chrysler Classic. Uh, What's it called now? I forget what the name is. It's the American Express, I think, in La Quinta. Used to host his name, though, Bob Hope. Did he make it to 100, Dexter? Well... I'm hoping that he did make it to 100, and thanks for the memories, Bob. Very good. Very real. Very correct. Very good usage of thanks for the memories. His signature song, and you are rolling. We had a 4 nothing win yesterday. See if Dexter can match that here. It is 3 nothing right now. All right, let's go with the actress Zsa Zsa Gabor. Real or fake getting to 100, Dexter? Uh, she, may have, she may have been a Martian. But, no, I don't think she made it. No, didn't. 9.99, and that is a win today for Dexter. Four for four. Very well done, Dexter. You want to try the other one, see if you can go for seven for seven as long as you got on, I got you on the line? Say again? Yeah, you want to see if you can go for seven for seven just while we've got you here. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II, real or fake? Uh, QE, QE2 with the, no, she was just short. No, she got to 101. It, Oh, that was real. Wow. Yeah, okay. before she just passed away, what, a couple months ago. Uh, George Burns. Yeah. Say goodnight, Gracie. Uh, yeah, with that cigar, I'd say he made the 100. He did, got to he an even God. 100. And uh, Dick Van Dyke. He's still alive, he but he's just a little bit short. He is, 97. Wow. That was a good game. Six out of seven. Very good, Dexter. All right, hang on. And a Long Island Frankie, a.k.a. Italian Paul, uh, we'll make sure he's got all your information correct, and we'll get you into the drawing for our grand prize to vegas at the end of the month and that is a little real or fake today that was real or fake with ben and woods on 97.3 the fan all right up early this morning was a riley westman the padres director of player development he oversees all the minor league uh, operations for the padres out there in peoria traveling around uh, all the year whether it's to the dominican or 
uh, all the Padres minor league facilities, Fort Wayne, Lake Elsinore, all over the place. Had a chance to talk to him. We're going to have that conversation for you when we come back with more Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This hour, 97 through the fan, is brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. All right, uh, Riley Westman is the Padres director of... uh, uh, player developments, his third season in that role, I believe his ninth year in the Padres organization. Had a chance to catch up with him this morning at the Peoria Sports Complex where Paul and Woodsy are for Padres Fantasy Camp. Riley Westman joins us right now uh, out here live from Peoria. And uh, what an inspiring guy, number one. We had a, um, he popped in the other day and, and gave a little speech and, and talked to uh, all the campers about. You know, this organization, Riley, welcome to the program, man. It's good to have you. Appreciate you guys having me. It's our pleasure. So uh, you, you, when did you realize, hey, I can develop players? That's something I'm, I'm able to do. Uh, you know, I started my coaching career down in the Dominican Republic. Um, A.J. Preller was actually overseeing international with the Texas Rangers, and I went down there not knowing a lick of Spanish and uh, learning from a lot of the staff that was I was around and, like, 
Uh, the cool thing about being down there is you're getting kids rolling in every day with extreme talent. I mean, they can throw a baseball farther than I ever could at right. 16, hit a ball over the fence with a wooden bat, but their knowledge of the game, leadoffs, double cuts, I mean, they basically spend their entire career looking to get drafted, and they're doing tryouts. Um, so to actually, like, teach the game and break it down, that was, for me, did I know I could coach? No, but I was figuring it out. That was like kind of dipping my toe into the pool. Well, it's pretty cool. And, and you came in the other day, and, you know, it's something that I think I think all the fans are interested in. This organization, it's cool because I think fans are interested in, in top to bottom. You know, and certainly now this is it, – it, it, more so than it has been before, it's a top-heavy organization. I mean, you look at the lineup that we're going to be rolling out there on opening day, and it is, it's superstar-filled. Um, but a lot of those guys, a lot of those guys got here because of the work that you guys and and your staff did. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, one, I think it goes back even further than that you look at our, the guys that we've drafted or acquired, you know, internationally or via trade. Our scouting department has done a phenomenal job, and then I think uh, for them to go out and acquire the pieces that they have at the major league level, that's probably the greatest gift to us as a development department because it allows us to kind of slow down a little bit. I mean, you're going to have to be an absolute dude to break through, to be up with that team, right? Uh, sit amongst, you know, the Manny Machados and the, the Darvishes and such. But, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of trades, but I think we have a, a minor league system that, you know, has really dumped into developing these guys. We've been fortunate to get, uh, you know, some players that work their butts off and they put themselves in positions to be appealing to other organizations. And A.J. and his group have, I think, done a really good job acquiring pieces. What's what's the biggest challenge for you when a, a prospect gets here? And, and, you know, to be honest with you, every prospect at some point, they were the best player in their team, their high school, their city. Uh, and then they get here and like, you're just a guy. You're just a guy right now. I mean, how, how hard is that for you guys to manage? Uh, I think the biggest thing is, you said it. I mean, w- w- these guys are dudes rolling in. Right. And I think it's breaking down to them. It's like, hey, you are a stud and keep that confidence high, but you have stuff to work on. You know, I think helping them with their uh, – you know, their self-evaluation, and for us to get very detailed, you know, if both you guys rolled in and you're brand new, both of you guys are going to have strengths, both of you are going to have deficiencies, but can we roll out to the practice field every day and have it be specific to you and not it be for the masses? Hey, right. everyone's taking BP, everyone's working on defense, but it's like it's specific to this guy. You know, he needs to be working on a backhand, and we got to make sure he's getting that. This guy needs more true ball flight, you know, with his throws. You don't have enough hours in the day to get me and Paulie <laughs> right, buddy. There's there's not enough talent on this staff to get me and Paulie right to where we need to be. <laughs> um, is it is it hard for you guys too when you when you bring somebody in and they're they're here day one they're drafted and you bring them along and you turn them into a dude and and the next thing you know they they get flipped to Pittsburgh or they get flipped to Chicago I know it's like hey that that means we did our job how hard is the the human aspect of this gig. Um. You know, you love working with these kids, no doubt about it. But usually a trade is good for everybody. I mean, especially for us. I mean, you're getting traded for some really good major sure. league players. You you get to know these kids at a personal level, and you're able to look them in the eye and say, hey, man, you got traded to a team that's, you know, giving up big leaguers for you. So you're walking into a good situation. So you're excited for them. You're happy for them. You're going to miss them. And obviously we want these pieces to be ours. But typically it's a good thing for those guys. Hey, Riley, let me back up for a second. Just for a non-baseball insider, what does a director of player development do for a major league organization? Kind of tell me how you how you spend your time, your travel, everything like that. Uh, I think the biggest thing is make sure we are, uh, as a minor league system, in tune with what's going on at the major league level, how they're playing the game, what they're doing from uh, team defenses, um, and make sure we can implement that through our minor league system so progressions from level to level are as seamless as possible. I think for me and our coordinator specifically, we're traveling our entire system. We have, we have six minor league 
uh, teams all throughout, one in the Dominican Republic and then five uh, in, in the States. And we're basically traveling through there, seeing all of our players, getting in touches with our coaches, and making sure everyone is in alignment with what we're doing at the major league level as they progress through the system. Let's talk about, uh, if we could, some of the the guys that you look at and and you know the top prospect lists. And and I know a lot of a lot gets poured into those. Um, I don't want to say they're arbitrary. They're not. They're not. A lot of a lot of hard work goes into putting their their top thirty lists and top fifty lists for each organization. But uh, Jackson Merrill is is probably the the organization's top prospect. Tell us a little bit about what you've seen working with him. You know. He was out at uh, Lake Elsinore this year, won a championship with that group. Very talented team, but uh, I think he very much stepped forward as the leader of that group. Super competitive, extremely hard worker. Set the tone not only you know through his actions but with his words. I mean, you show up at the beginning of the summer, um, you know, throwing the ball around well. I go there last series of the summer, and this dude gets a ball in the hole, and it's an absolute just laser. Laser. Yeah. And it just goes to show, I mean, he and Wyatt Hoffman are playing long toss, you know, four days a week, you know, in season, and just over time that arm's going But he is uh, he's going to be a physical kid, um, very bright, plays the game the right way. I mean, when he's on the bases, he's a threat. Ball and dirt, he's going to take an extra 90 on you. But I think the biggest thing we're excited is he's continuing to get more physical, force into the ground, and, like, twitch and muscle. Um, but the kid can really play. I mean, at a young age, went and played the fall league, and if you look up, you know, number, he had a hell of a, a hell of a fall league. That's awesome. And and there's, you know, obviously uh, Ethan Salas is the name that uh, you're very familiar with and, and was at Petco yesterday, gave a an interview. We'll we'll play some of it on the air later. Uh, but it is it's 16 years old. He sounded like a seasoned veteran. He's, he's mature, <laughs> mature beyond his years. Where does that come from? You nailed it. I mean, uh, he's very advanced. He comes from a baseball family. Father played, uh, uncle played. They have an academy out there very serious about his craft but he's you know he's very advanced i mean he thinks the game he's an intelligent intelligent catcher back there um and our organization uh chris kemp i tip my hat to him and he's identified him a number of years ago as like this guy is a crazy dude so um, a number of years ago he was like 12, 12 13 yeah. yeah so i think uh you know this is a name i've been hearing in the system for a long time it's like oh well, we sign him next year like no we're signing him in you know four years yeah you know, so <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's he's very very good. Left-handed bat can really sits well back there. Um, can really throw the baseball. And if you you know you saw him yesterday, he's baby faced. Yeah. So there's there's a lot to grow into. He's he's a he's he's a baseball rat too, right? That's that's the thing he loves he loves the game. Yeah, we talked about yesterday in that room. Yep. You know, this is a guy. You know, Chris will talk about. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, aren't watching games as much as they used to. But, you know, Ethan is one. You talk about any highlight or any game from the night before, and he's talking about the situation, what happened, what that player did, what's current in the game. So uh, he is a rat, and he's thinking it all. I love it. Talking to Padres Director of Player Development, Riley Westman, out at the Peoria Sports Complex. And, Riley, I, I often hear, you know, people in baseball say, hey, the player will tell you when he's ready for a promotion to the next level. But, what, with a guy like Jackson Merrill or anyone else, what are you you looking for? Like, this guy's ready for double-A. This guy's ready for triple-A. We're ready to move this guy from the DR uh, to, to a single-A team in the States. What What is it that, that you and, uh, you know, and AJ and the staff are looking for? I actually do agree with that statement. I think the player <laughs> will tell you. But I think there is there is a lot that goes into it. You know, are these guys, there's a lot that goes on off the field. I think there's some guys that are, you know, extremely talented and gifted at some of the lower levels where they're able to have success. But I think we want to stay on top of, are they doing all the other things? Are they getting into the gym? Are they, you know, managing their time wisely? Do we trust, you know, the decisions they're making off the field? Um, but I think, you know, typically, you know, whatever level that they're at, we want to make sure that, you know, are they not just good at that level? Can they dominate that level? You know, they've 
grasped it, they've mastered it, we're ready to move them on to the next challenge. So, um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of opinions and thought that goes into that. We got a tremendous scouting department that goes through the whole system. We'll sit down on meetings and Zoom calls and break down what are you guys seeing, what are you guys thinking. You know, we got a number of coordinators that are traveling through the system, so it's never you know a decision that's made alone by any single person. I think AJ does a great job of you know getting input from a number of people and trying to make the right decision because I think there is a fine balance between are we moving guys too quickly, are we not moving them fast enough? Because ultimately, we want these guys to progress, we want them to contribute, and we want them to be you know factors in our system so there's a sweet spot to that you know it's wild and and i've only been in in san diego for 13 years to see um the direction of of this team's commitment to winning um and you look around the league and and you know there's an audio clip of the orioles owner and you know the reds owner last year says hey you know we are what we are sorry you see what's going on with the a's um to work in an organization like this and you see it here in peoria from you your staff, there is a massive, massive commitment to winning a World Series, and I feel like no one's going to rest until it gets done. Is that is that a message? It, we see it with our owner. You know, it, it's it's top down. It's crazy. You nailed it. Peter is unbelievable. I mean, I will get phone calls from other farm directors, and they'll kind of ask questions on, you know, how do you navigate this? Or, you know, there's limitations here, and just I'll share with them the resources that we've been gifted and the opportunities that we have and kind of the emphasis that we have to go push and win, and uh, they're just blown away. Peter gives us, you know, uh, an endless you know, resources go out and like if it's equipment that's going to help those guys in the gym or if it's a, a machine that's going to be good for those guys at any of our levels, the answer is never no. And you know, if we want to run off season, like we have 45 kids out here yeah. for an off season, we're putting them up in hotels, paying for their, their meals. It's amazing. Like we're flying in some guest speakers. You got Trevor Hoffman who's in town today. Yep. And uh, you know, it just Peter provides for, and, uh, and honestly allows for all of that to happen. And, and in turn, though. It makes you not want to take a playoff. It makes AJ and, and all those guys not want to not want to slack because if you're getting everything, why would you? You know, we, before we got on air here, you were you were talking about AJ Preller and Josh Stein. Yeah, uh, I think people see them in the public eye, but what's really cool about those guys is behind the scenes, and you're at the stadium, and everyone's kind of rolling out of there. J- Josh Stein's there till two o'clock in the morning. It's crazy. Some nights. I mean, that's the off season. He's got a beautiful wife and kids yep. at home. You know, AJ Preller's traveling the. Honestly, the world. The world. I mean, it's like, hey, Joe, where are you headed? I'm out to, heading out to Japan. You know, he's going to look at the next, you know, top guy. So for those guys, you want to win for those guys. I mean, you, you're you're not, you, you know, you're kind of the the sore the sore eye if you're not out there kicking butt right next to them. They don't ask you to do anything that they're not going to go do themselves, and then some. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do what they're doing. <laughs> so good, Riley. We really appreciate you jumping on with us, man. It's it's really informative stuff, and and keep up the good work. And you know, I I, I got to ask, you know, a guy like Jackson Merrill who is 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 cruising up um right now and and doing well at every level i mean he's no dummy he knows what's going on with the big club we've got five shortstops already how hard is it to keep him like hey man don't worry about them keep doing your work and and the good will happen he um doesn't cease to impress me call them after we made the bogarts trade yeah like, hey man just kind of check in how you doing touching base family he's got some nieces that he's in love with and i didn't even bring it up he goes hey i just want you to know Bogart's thing doesn't phase me a bit. It's like, amazing. He is, and, he, and he brought it up. You know, it, wasn't, it wasn't like talking out of one side of his mouth. He's like, doesn't bother me a bit. Can't wait to see you in strength camp. He's coming out here in a week. Yeah. Um, he's, he's submitting video every day that goes into a ba- you know, system that we have online, you know, showing him swinging, running, everything he's doing. He's, uh, he's not lost a step. And I think he knows as long as he's performing, it's going to get figured out one way or another. That's I, phenomenal. i got to ask phenomenal. you before you go, Riley, though, do you have one A.J. Preller story for us? I mean, you know, P- PG, <laughs> PG-13 at most, but 
you know, crazy late hours, and he calls you at 3 in the morning with some idea. What? Just, I mean, I can't imagine working for that guy. you you got to have something for yeah. us. Uh, a PG-13 AJ Preller story. <laughs> uh, uh, my guess is he's probably listening He right probably now. is. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to text you right now. Just keep an eye on that phone and be like, Get He sends you the, the emoji with the zipper mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I, I think probably one thing that I think the people of San Diego have probably heard. I mean, he is a... You know, he's an endless, tireless worker, but the guy loves basketball. Yeah, and so he's, much. He's, he's talented. He can really he can play. He's quick. You know, the floor needs to be clean out there. I mean, he'll if you're playing outdoor and it's, you know, kind of a, a slippery court or something, like – it's going to be an even playing field, but yeah. I heard. I heard. That's, that's I, I gave him the. the I heard he. The, I heard he the, runs it. The thing people don't know is there's some real trash talk going on. <laughs> it's like prime time out there on the basketball court. It's amazing. But the thing is, if you're going to talk like that, you better be able to play, and he can really play. You got to back it up. And that's what I'm like. Hey, man. Like I know you shot well. They like will you d up, man? Because like, he he can shut some people down. He he's he's a really good basketball player. So I don't know if that's your PG thirteen. So I'm <laughs> not good. comfortable giving anything else. I want to. I want to stay out of the doghouse. He wants to keep his job, man. <laughs> Good Lord. We apologize for bad. Yeah, we do. We, I always we ask the, the toughest questions at the end. Yes, you do. No, you that's do. good. Hoffy gave me, he goes, he's going to put you in a corner. Don't take that bait. <laughs> <laughs> About Ben, of all people. <laughs> Ben's going to try to trip you up. Riley, that was awesome, man. We uh, we really appreciate it. It's been fun seeing you out here. And, and you know, I know everybody here uh, certainly gets a lot of inspiration from what you guys are doing. We certainly do. And uh, keep up the great work. I appreciate it. Thank all you, All right, brother. Appreciate you. Thanks. On our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today at the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Thanks to all of our guests at Padres Fantasy Camp. Good news. we got two more days. we got plenty of camp counselors who haven't uh, stopped by the table yet with Woodsy and Paul, so looking forward to tomorrow and Friday and get a lot more. I do have one correction from our game of Real or Fake. Uh, emailer Bob corrected me, and he was absolutely right. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II did not live to 100. Her mother, the Queen Mother, did. So uh, technically Dexter got them all right. Didn't change the outcome of the game. He won either way. But I uh, wanted to point that out. And as long as we're talking about uh, birthdays, not 100 years old, but new octogenarian in San Diego today, Coach Dale Lindsay of the USD Toreros, football coach and the uh, the oldest football coach in Division One college football, celebrates his 80th birthday today. So, uh Coach Lindsey, congratulations, and uh, good luck to the Toreros uh, coming up in their next season. He's getting ready for another year. That guy, is uh, he just keeps going. He's in good health. He says, why why would I stop coaching? I like doing it. It's going well. 80 years old. Should we all be so lucky? As long as you can, you may as well. Yeah, if you can keep doing it. So uh, Tonight I'll be watching the San Diego State Aztecs. They're visiting Colorado State. and uh, An important game, again, I mean, I saw Joe Lunardi's new bracketology and just one loss – uh, to New Mexico, a decent New Mexico team who I believe he has either in like his last team in or his first team out right on the bubble. Like that's not a bad team. Even that loss knocked the Aztecs down from like a, a five or a six seed to an eight seed in Lunardi's bracket. So, you know, you lose one or two more and all of a sudden you go from comfortably in the field of 68 to all of a sudden on the bubble. And that is not somewhere that the Aztecs want to be. This is a season that, San Diego State felt like, hey, you can secure a you know a, a top five or six seed, maybe make a run, Sweet 16, second weekend of the NCAA tournament, or who knows, even further. Much harder to do though. Like as an eight seed, you gotta you'd have to take on a one seed in the second round. I think Lunardi has them facing Ohio State, which would be a rematch 
of a Maui Classic game in the first round and then uh, would have them against Alabama, uh, a number one seed in the second round. So got to string together some wins, get in some better position, and it starts tonight on the road at Fort Collins. We'll talk about it tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. But that's it for us. Uh, Coach John Quintero is coming up next for Italian Paul, Frank Marchese, for Woods and Paul out in Arizona. I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Wednesday from all of us here at San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.